Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Greeny with Mike Greenberg, the podcast. Let's roll. And it really this morning with the breaking news out in Denver, you know where we're beginning. Here we go. Only one place to start. Breaking news. The Broncos and Russell Wilson. Five years, $245 million extension. Yeah, but how much is the guarantee? Buck 65. They're recorrecting the market. Lamar will come in around $200 million fully guaranteed. Wow. Wow. A massive contract extension for Russell Wilson this morning from the Denver Broncos. It is on top of the two years remaining on his contract. He's about to be 33 years old. And at the end of these next two years, he will get a five-year extension tagged on top of it for $245 million, 165 of which is guaranteed, in addition to the $50 million he's getting the next two years. So it's $296 million over seven years. Amber, I don't get it. I, I honestly don't. And my issue here is not that Russell Wilson's not a great player. I think he is. But we are talking about an extension that kicks in at age 35 years old. And for me... That's an issue for the Broncos. When I look around the AFC and I see Josh Allen and I see Patrick Mahomes and I see Justin Herbert and I see all the great quarterbacks that are in that conference, boy, that is an awful lot of confidence in a guy that is going to be older when you are going to be on the hook for an awful lot of money. Well, and speaking of the Justin Herberts and Joe Burrows of the world, this is helping clarify the picture of what those contracts are going to look like in another year because they're going to get their extensions next offseason. And we were questioning, what would those extensions look like? Was the Deshaun Watson contract the outlier or was the Deshaun Watson contract the new wave in the NFL? And I feel like the answer is somewhere in between. We're seeing the overall money of this, Carlin, at $296 million. If you take that into account over the next seven years, then yes, this contract seems pretty absurd. But if you're just looking at the guaranteed money, what the NFL owners here are indicating to you is that guaranteed wise, that Deshaun Watson contract was in fact an outlier and that we're not willing to do that. So even though the monster numbers are still there overall, the guarantees aren't there quite the same way as we thought maybe they would be with where Deshaun Watson reset that guaranteed market at $230 million. You mentioned he's about to turn 33. He's actually about to turn 34. So it could even be worse if you consider that. We've seen quarterbacks, though, play obviously at an elite level in their late 30s. He's probably going to finish out his career in Denver. I actually don't hate this move like you hate this move because they had fully committed to him when they traded an entire draft haul over the next couple years, plus multiple players in return for him. If you're going to do that, you're all in. You might as well go all all in and lock up your guy. Yeah, I get that. But the problem is you're two years out. There's not a need to do it. There have been issues with health that have started to pop up with Russell Wilson a little bit more. There have been 
and in indications that he's not done. He's far from it. He's still in a very good spot in his career. But let's be fair. The majority of this money is coming very much on the downside. He indicated a few weeks back that he wants to pull the Tom Brady thing, you know, and play until he's in well into his 40s. I don't think that you can plan that way when you are watching someone do that for the very first time in NFL history. And and look, Russell Wilson takes care of himself. I think he's a great player. But if I'm the Broncos, why did I need to do it today? I couldn't do it at the end of the year. I couldn't let that play out a little bit. Would that have cost me more money? I, I would argue that with Wilson at this juncture, it probably would not. And Amber, let, let's get there because you touched on it for a second. The idea that this should affect Lamar Jackson's contract and that the owners are saying now we are not going to give fully guaranteed deals to quarterbacks because Jimmy Haslam screwed that up. If I'm Lamar Jackson today, I'm sorry, I don't care. I don't care what they just did with Russell Wilson. What I know is I'm 25, I'm already a league MVP, and you're getting prime years for me. You're getting the best of what I will ever have to offer over the next five to six to seven years. So you can take that contract that Wilson got and render that as the aberration in our deals. And if I'm Burrow and if I'm Herbert, I am absolutely 100% believing the same thing. There is no way I am taking a dollar less than what the guaranteed money for Deshaun Watson was. Why, he's also 25 years old. He's also entering his prime. Russell, good for you, bud. That deal has nothing to do with me if I'm Lamar Jackson. Well, the thing is with the Deshaun Watson contract situation, and you and I have spoke about this at at nauseum, right? We were talking about a Browns team that was coming from a really desperate place where Deshaun Watson, it seems like he was probably on his way back home to Atlanta and they had to give him those 230 million reasons to go ahead and change course and go to Cleveland. And he was in an unusual situation with everything going on off the field as well. And a quarterback that was available in his prime in his mid-20s, like you're saying, and to a new team for, you know, wearing a new uniform and and also a good team that is probably just a quarterback away. A lot of people say that about this Denver Broncos team as well. You're talking about a franchise, you know, five losing seasons. They really haven't been able to find an answer at the quarterback position since Peyton Manning, an ownership change, a coaching change. It's been a mess there for a half decade in Denver, and they saw their opportunity opportunity here to write this ship with Russell Wilson. I do think that they were still coming from a bit of a place of desperation, which is why you hand him this now. In other words, you're trying to appease your fan base. You're locking it in. Hey, we have our guy. We're writing this thing. We've got the right coach now. We've got the right ownership in place. We've got our quarterback at the helm, and we're going to lock him up for the rest of his career. It's kind of about that mental component of selling it, I think, to your fan base and also just the consistency because you're eventually selling it as well to free agents and everybody else moving forward. This is the direction that we are taking. 
filmmaking, Russell Wilson has had the success. And by the numbers, if you pull his numbers and you take into account that he missed some games last season, he was working through that kind of freak hand injury that he was working through. Last season was not really statistically as, as much of a down year for Russell Wilson as people no, say. No, no, it was he's more still like deliberate. an average year. His passer rating was the fifth best of his career, so he's still got a lot left in the tank. So the situation with Denver is that you're selling yourself to a fan base. It's going to be a bit of a different situation when we get to that Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert contract down the road. But I think this indicates to me overall that still the Watson situation, that was Brown's des- uh, desperation that these other franchises aren't experiencing quite the same when it, when it comes to the guaranteed anyway. Well, I, I get that, but I, if I'm any of those guys, I don't care. I, I don't care. This is, I am the same level of quarterback as that guy. And if I'm Jackson, I've got the MVP already. Now that all aside, just from the Broncos standpoint, this is a contract that I believe they will regret, not because of what he's doing right now. But I think that once we hit 36 and 37, with him now at 49 million guaranteed, the second highest in the league behind Aaron Rodgers, this is going to be an albatross of a deal. I think behind gonna... Aaron Rodgers, though, by the way, yeah. the guy who's already in his late 30s exactly. and still playing at a back-to-back MVP caliber level. Yes. I, I, Amber, if I ask you this question, is Russell Wilson Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady? No, but no. he does have no. the and that's that's where season success that some would argue Aaron Rodgers does. But even overall as players, is he those guys? He's great. He's not on that level. He's not on that level where he would, um, you know, be able to do this at 39 and 40 playing at the level that he was prior to the hand injury last year. I I'm with you. Why well, the guaranteed play- money? Yeah, so I, I it's can- why it was so important for them not to overextend themselves on the guarantee. I think because of the potential there for the aging, right? But they, exactly, they still have to pay him the fifty million in the next two years. So it's really altogether in the neighborhood of two hundred fifteen million of that two ninety six that is guaranteed over the next seven years. And look, I, I have no question that he will play well. I am looking around the rest of the conference. If I was the Broncos. I would at least want to wait another year to see how it all worked out. And I know I gave up a ton to get him, but I would just want to see what he looks like. And I think from an ownership standpoint of just walking in the door, this is a desperation move. It's desperation in wanting to show that you fit and wanting to show other owners that you're going to do the right thing when it comes to that contract with uh, Deshaun Watson. I think it's desperate on a few fronts for the Broncos here. Desperate may not even be the right word as much as it's walking in the door and you just want to please everybody and uh, and kind of announce your presence there. See, I'm going to be one of you guys. That's kind of what it feels like to me. And I just, I think that we are going to be sitting here three, four years from now saying, man, what a mistake the Broncos made in giving him that deal. It's Greeny presented by Progressive Insurance. Our friends, we have so many things to get to. My friends, I should say, really our friends, me and Amber both. But one place to start was brought to you by ZipRecruiter. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com slash Greeny. ZipRecruiter, the smartest way to hire. One agent has already weighed in and not in a good way. We will explain in just a few moments. We also want you to be a part of Greeny Nation. 
on the Dr. Pepper call-in line. Hit us up, 888-SAY-ESPN, 888-729-3776. ESPN Nation presented by Dr. Pepper. It ain't college football season without the delicious taste of an ice-cold Dr. Pepper. The one fans deserve. What is the reaction around the league? Has this contract now changed the dynamic for those younger quarterbacks? One of our insiders will tell us next all about the early reaction. It's Chris Carlin, Amber Wilson, and for Greeny on ESPN Radio and ESPN+. Greeny, the podcast. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day, but sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really, who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. For more, we turn to ESPN NFL insider Diana Rossini, who joins us right now. Diana, we appreciate it as always. We will get to Dear Diana in a bit. We've got some good questions there. She is our life coach for all the advice that you need. But what are the early responses early text messages what you're hearing from around the league this morning in reaction to russell wilson's new contract yeah good morning chris so good to hear your voice hi amber good to be with you guys uh news that is a big breaking news story this morning but there had been whispers going around the league for a few weeks that this deal was going to get done that the denver broncos ownership which took over just less than a month ago had this as priority number one, locking up Russell Wilson as the future. Going back from even when he just joined the team, everything I'd heard coming out of that building was just how dynamic and mature and just how perfect he really was fitting in already in Denver. So they know they've got their guy. And Russell's been saying for years that he wants to play to maybe, you know, in his early 40s, 45, I think was the actual number he gave. So this locks him up for the next seven years. And this has a gigantic impact, Chris, uh, on the entire league because everyone saw what the Cleveland Browns did with Deshaun Watson's guaranteed money. And there's lots of talk that that's what's going on in Baltimore with Lamar Jackson right now. That Lamar Jackson sitting there pointing at Deshaun Watson's incredible deal that he was given and saying, I do, I, I'm not taking a, a dollar less than that. Um, and now we see Russell Wilson, a nine-time pro bowler, a future Hall of Famer, a Super Bowl champ, not do that and not ask for that type of guaranteed money. 
Um, I think from a league perspective, from the ownership, for at least for the owners, excuse me, this is a big win. I think for the Denver Broncos, it's a gigantic win for a million reasons. But just, just the, the big headline being they don't need to look for a quarterback for a while. We haven't said that about Denver in a long time. Um, so there wasn't any reaction I received from just quick responses, even talking to some players uh, during commercial break when I was on Get Up this morning. Nobody was shocked by it. It was all like, yeah, this makes sense. This is great for Denver. Like, of course they're going to do this and sign him up. So um, I just think the domino effect of this is way more interesting than Russell Wilson being paid. Yeah, I think so too, Diana. And this certainly clarifies the market for us some. When it comes to Lamar Jackson's contract, also maybe when it comes to Joe Burrow and Justin Herbert in another year, but with Lamar, the one distinct difference here between him and Russell Wilson is that he's almost 10 years younger than Russell Wilson. So where are we at with 10 days left from that Lamar Jackson deadline that he set? Where are we at with those extension talks in Baltimore? Oh, well, here's the thing. I don't have anything new for you, Amber, on, all right, now, you know, the front office is sitting there going, look at Russell Wilson did. Look how he got paid. You can't expect to get more than him. Uh, no, but you got to imagine this probably. They're probably using it as a negotiating tool. Um, here's what I do know. Talking to players and coaches in Baltimore, you know, even late afternoon yesterday, just trying to see if, any of this is distracting because I think it's always an element of, you know, how much you guys talk about this. Um, the team is preparing as if Lamar is playing week one at MetLife Stadium against the New York Jets. So while Lamar has not come out publicly and said this, it, it seems as if this team is prepared to have him as QB1 with or without an extension. And, you know, when we talked, Amber, a few months ago about this, I kept telling you things are so good. They're going to, you know, both sides really want to get this done. I can't believe we're seven days out of the start of the season and this isn't done. So that tells me there's a snag and a big one. And one that's not going to probably get ironed out. We've seen these things go down to the final hour. So I'm not saying it's off the table. We could still see a deal get done, but I'm not getting a good sense here from, from anyone I'm talking to that this, that this is going to get completed in the next week. Diana Rossini, ESPN NFL reporter, joining us. It's Chris Carlin, Amber Wilson in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus, presented by Progressive Insurance. All right, Jimmy G's deal the other day, Diana. So in your estimation, what does it mean for Trey Lance? First of all, how bizarre. Just how bizarre. Completely bizarre. <laughs> the whole situation is so weird to me for so many reasons. There's, a, there's I've, I've read so many great analogies. Um, of what that's like. But, look, I think for Jimmy, it, it, it made the most sense. It, it was a win for them. For the 49ers, I'm not too sure if it's the biggest win. From an insurance policy aspect, yeah, this is great. you got a guy who's you know, got a 72% winning percentage when he's been with your team. Um, and he's, he's proven to, to have success in Kyle Shanahan's offense as well as the team loving him. But, you know, I pointed to this to you, uh, pointed this out to you before, when you've got players like uh, like Trent Williams saying that Trey Lance is making him better, I, I hold that, I put a lot of power behind that because that tells me they believe in him. So I think the good news for San Francisco is I think the players, while they love Jimmy, I think they're buying in or if not bought in already on Trey Lance. 
and and it could be a good it could work out well. But we all we, we all are painting the picture, or at least thinking of the scenario that probably could happen, which is what happens if he throws two picks in the first half of the first game? I mean, just that pressure and the distractions and the things that they're going to have to manage are really, really hard. I, I am surprised they did this. And the thing is, they are surprised they did this. They had Jimmy working out, Chris, on the field right next to them while he rehabbed his shoulder over the last few weeks. Because they're like, yeah, we, yeah use the facility. You know, use, use the footballs. Use the Gatorade we have out here. You know, we love you, Jimmy. You're not going to be with us. But you can you can use the field like they have such a good relationship. You don't hear of that a lot, where, where organizations let players who they know are on the chopping block, or at least on the trade block, uh, you know, just hang out. Jimmy's just been hanging out around there, working out, uh, and now he's back at pra- now he's back at practice, actually on the team. It's it, it's absurd, um, but you know we will see, Chris. Maybe we look back on this and go, wow. It's like they knew something we didn't. Maybe. Or maybe we look back on this and think, wow, the temptation to go backwards uh, was very (laughs) real for that coaching staff. And Diana, Diana Rossini, ESPN NFL reporter, joining us here on Greeny, Chris Carlin and Amber Wilson filling in for Mike Greenberg. Speaking of going backwards, Diana, let's talk about the situation in New England. Mac Jones, he says it's all coming together. You've been around this team a lot. What do you see for New England after what has seemingly been a pretty tumultuous preseason here? Yeah, it's been such an awkward, weird, strange, also I'll use the word bizarre, uh, preseason for the New England Patriots just because they're such a well-oiled machine under Bill Belichick, you know, for the, for the last two, three decades where – you don't have. A, I mean, you have questions about the team, and you know, you, you you take a look at their roster. We break down their weaknesses, but this to me seems chaotic. This doesn't seem like the New England we know, and you know there is some pressure there. You know, the owner Robert Kraft doesn't just want to get to the playoffs; he wants to win in the playoffs. He has said that publicly. Um, you know, and the play caller situation: who is going to be Matt Patricia with the cat and mouse game? We don't know. I, you know, I think if we were all going to bet on it, it would make sense that Matt Patricia is going to be the play caller since he called them all uh, during the preseason. But, you know, you have Mac Jones stepping up to the podium saying, oh, we've ironed out all these issues. You know, some of the issues that we saw in the preseason against the Raiders. I, I don't know about you guys, but they're able to iron things out, their problems in like three or four days. That's amazing to me. Uh, you know, I don't think they have the answers all there just yet, and maybe that's okay. But when you look at their schedule, and they start off in Miami, a place where we know they struggle in. It's hot as heck. Tom Brady struggled when he was in New England when he had to play in Miami, right? Then they go to Pit. Uh, then they have Pittsburgh. Maybe like maybe Bill confuses Mitchell Trubisky, and he's able to get a win there. But then they got the Packers. Like they, it just it doesn't get any better. They don't get a lot of relief. So. Um, I don't think they can really risk starting off slow because we know how difficult it is to turn it around when you start off with a dud. Okay, you know what it's time for. Diana Rossini is with us, ESPN NFL reporter. That means it is time for Dear Diana. Every week during the season, really every week we have her on, Diana will offer you life advice because let's be honest, we all at some point need a life coach and she is our Life coach, we've got a couple of good ones, I think, for you, Diana. Are you ready to go? 
I'm ready to go. You can always send in your questions with hashtag Dear Diana. First one is from Tom. Diana, my wife and I are now empty nesters. Our youngest son just went to college. We have two dogs and are considering a third. Are we overreacting to this major life change? First of all, congratulations on getting your son ready to go and sent off to college uh, as a new parent. Um, I mean, I'm just excited that I can get a bottle in my son's mouth. I can't imagine getting 18 years of education in and then being able to send him off to an institution to better his life. So congrats to them. Are they nuts, though? Why would you add to what is about to start? You're about to start a chapter of relaxation. Here's the problem. I don't think this couple even remembers what it's like to enjoy each other, to have downtime, to, I don't know, be bored sometimes. Because when you have children, you're so busy. And I'm sure that with the three kids that they have that's been running around doing so much, to get a third dog, you don't need a dog. You know what you need? You need a vacation. Go take a vacation. Go take a trip. Go to Niagara Falls. Go do different things that you never in a million years would do. Um, that's how you spend your time. That's how you spend your money. Don't spend your days walking a dog and having it go to the bathroom. See what she does? She saves you from a big mistake. Next, we have Tina, who wants to know, Dear Diana, a guy I work with asked me out. I turned him down because I feared it's a mistake to date a coworker, but now... I'm reconsidering because I really like him. What should I do? Love is so hard. And I feel for her when you actually like somebody, but then you have to look at the situation of, Ugh, I work with him. You do not want to dip the pen in the company ink. A, I'm married to someone in HR, and I know it's a big no-no and it's a big problem and it causes a lot of stress for companies, so we'll start there. But secondly, there is no worse scenario, I think, than thinking about having something end ugly or something bad happens and then you have to walk in and see that person all the time or, God forbid, even work with them one-on-one. So while I believe that she likes them, I think she should go with her initial instinct, which is, I'm going to avoid this. Hop on Bumble. Go find some other love somewhere else. <laughs> Amber, she gives you the big picture, and that's she what you does. love. She does. I know? think it would depend what department he works in, though. But if you're going to end up having to work together closely, if it doesn't work out, then yeah. There's plenty of fish in the sea. Find one elsewhere. <laughs> All right, last one. Uh, this is from, ironically enough, Diana. Uh, my parents over-talk to salespeople and customer service reps. How do I politely tell them to shut up? I hate this. It's the most annoying thing on planet Earth when parents just keep talking and talking and talking. My parents are so guilty of doing this. Like, just let the worker come in, fix our television and leave. Why do you have to give them your whole backstory? I had a painter come to my house to just give me an estimate. By the end, and my father came with me because I was home alone. He wanted, you know, we didn't know the guy. So he was like, let me just come and supervise this. By the end of it, First of all, the price was insane. I didn't even hire that guy because it was ridiculous. But my dad went on a fishing trip with him. Like, that's so weird. (laughs) You just met a guy that came to our house to give us an estimate, and now he's fishing with you on the weekends down the shore. A, you need to go get new friends. But B, like, stop oversharing. And and this goes back to um, our friend that asked about that advice. 
mm. about getting a dog. Mm. There are scenarios where I think people need a dog. My parents need a horse. They need anything <laughs> to just keep them busy because, <laughs> as you can see, they'll talk to anyone. So if you are, if your parents are a lot like mine that just can't keep it under wraps and just conduct their business like in and out, I think you can rudely say, please stop doing that. I haven't gotten the guts yet because my dad would smack me across the face, but I think it all the time. I just want one instance where my father just doesn't talk when somebody comes up to help us with something and just says thank you for your service and gives a nice tip instead of asking me to open my purse and give him 20 bucks to give the guy. Outstanding stuff as usual, Diana. We'll talk next week. Thanks, guys. We need to sponsored. Oh, we're getting on it. We're working on it. Again, the production's coming, too. I promise. That is on the way. It's Dear Diana. Every week, Diana Rossini, ESPN NFL reporter and our collective life coach. It is Chris Carlin, Amber Wilson on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus. You know, Amber, for a second, the one thing I want to get back to with the Russell Wilson contract is Lamar Jackson. When you think about two years from now, when that extension kicks in, is Lamar Jackson at that point even going to be a Raven? I mean, he's got this last year left. Then you would think that they would probably franchise him for a year. Mm-hmm. This is getting worse and worse to me for the Ravens and for Lamar Jackson. And I, as much as he at this juncture wants to believe that the $230 million is the number, and I'm, I'm with him. I, I'm getting more skeptical that he's going to get it. I'm very skeptical skeptical that he's going to get it. If he was going to get it, I feel like they would have given it to him, right? I mean, Deshaun Watson set that standard. That contract's been out there for months now. And the owner of the Baltimore Mavens made it pretty clear at the owner's meeting, like, just because they did it doesn't mean we have to do it. So we've been having this conversation for a long time. All these other quarterbacks getting paid in the interim, Carlin, it's showing us that on a per annual basis, the money keeps going up. It's monster money. Russell Wilson now just behind Aaron Rodgers. But... But if you're talking about guaranteed money, that seems like the owners are not willing to budge. And it feels like the Ravens are willing to go into a season on a final year of a rookie contract. Go ahead and franchise him. They obviously must expect Lamar is going to play and show up and not play hardball by sitting out. And so if that's your M.O., then yes, they are running the risk moving forward of him not ending up a Baltimore Raven. Can you imagine a week from Sunday if Lamar is not on the field? If he is off on vacation somewhere? Well, that's what most players would do, but Lamar has seemed totally unwilling to play that card. I know, I know, but like this could be that that little monkey wrench in the works here that really makes it even worse to try to get a deal done. And it's, to me, if I'm him... I don't blame him one bit. I'm 25. He's 35. That's that's all that means to me. And he has nothing to do with me. It's Chris Carlin, Amber Wilson, in for Greeny on ESPN Radio and on ESPN Plus, presented by Progressive Insurance. In just moments, we know all about the teams that we think are going to be really good this year. But who is going to disappoint? Because you know inevitably... There will be teams that will disappoint based on what we think their expectations should be. Greeny, the podcast.
This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. We always set high expectations for many teams in the NFL for a season, and inevitably, a couple don't deliver. So who's going to disappoint this year? Chris Carlin, Amber Wilson, in for Greeny on ESPN Radio, presented by AutoZone, starting stronger starts at AutoZone, where they've got battery solutions in the form of free battery testing, free battery charging, and replacement batteries that fit your needs. That's what makes them America's number one battery destination. Get in the zone, AutoZone. So Amber and I have both picked a couple of teams we expect now to disappoint because generally we're negative people that's what we do <laughs> amber will start us off who you got you've rubbed up on rubbed off on me uh, being <laughs> with your negativity so i am going to start with the team that we were just talking to diana russini about in the new england patriots and maybe this is a more obvious one carlin because of the reports that have been coming out of training camp and what we've seen in the preseason It's a team, though, that's coming off of kind of an up year last year after a down year the year before. They did make a postseason last year. Mac Jones makes a Pro Bowl in his rookie season. It seemed like they had a good direction here. And now it has felt like with Josh McDaniels' departure, the wheels have fallen off. They don't have coordinators. I guess a defensive guy is going to be playing, uh, calling plays on offense. It has looked disjointed and disorganized the entire preseason and the entire training camp. I think because of it being just the Patriots and people always think, Carlin, that they're going to figure something out, that the expectations are always high for that franchise. And I think that they are going to disappoint. I don't think that they're finishing second, even in their division. I think that they're finishing more like third. Could we even get crazy and say (laughs) they'd finish behind the New York Jets? Mac Jones, though, the quarterback I just mentioned, Carlin, he wants you to believe it's all coming together at the right time. Here was Mac Jones at his presser. I tend to enjoy the problem-solving part. That's the fun part of the game, like I said. Um, And we have good coaches that are going to put us in a position to do that. And we have good experience with some of the looks we've seen last year and in preseason. So it's all about what are my tools and how can I fix it. And um, that's a big thing for me is just being able to apply that, how I know how to do it, and um, just play the play for what it is. You know, this is not a lawnmower engine that we're trying to fix here, okay? It's not a math problem. Problem solving. And I enjoy that. It sounds like a dork. No, I'm kidding. But it, listen, I, I'm with you in that I don't expect them to make the playoffs. I don't think they're going to be awful, but I don't expect the Patriots to make the playoffs this year because the play calling is a very curious situation. And... 
at the same time, I don't have the level of belief in the receivers. And, you know, maybe I'm alone in that. I think the Patriots, you got to remember, they were scoring 27 points a game last year. It's just Josh McDaniels is gone, and that's that's a big, big hole to fill. My first team is the Saints, Amber. I, I honestly believe that as loaded as they are defensively, I, I've been on this, and it has a lot to do with Jameis Winston. Now, they just went and traded Chauncey Gardner-Johnson, a pretty good defensive back, safety, basically for nothing because – he got annoyed about not getting a new contract. Like, why wouldn't you just wait that one out? If you had made that deal earlier in the offseason because you couldn't get a deal done, you would have gotten a lot more than they got, which is basically a fifth-round pick. Trevor Penning, who was supposed to be the heir apparent for uh, Teron Armstead, has been banged up. And the thing to remember about Jameis Winston, we're all talking about how good he started last year. In seven games, 14 touchdowns, three interceptions. Nine of those touchdowns came in two games. So the other five, he was, eh, okay. I I don't have that level of faith in Jameis Winston, especially without Sean Payton. I love this one because a lot of people have the Saints as their sleeper pick to go to the Super Bowl this season, and I think it's ludicrous. I understand Jameis looked good for those first six games. It was six games. I saw him for a lot longer in Tampa. Yes, he can throw 30 touchdowns. He can also throw 30 interceptions. We have no idea if that inconsistency would have made an appearance if he hadn't gotten injured there last season in Game 7. Also, you mentioned the post-Sean Payton era. It matters, Carlin. It matters. It definitely does. The other team for me that I would put on a potential to disappoint would be the Green Bay Packers. Obviously, we've seen them disappoint in the postseason. But we are talking about a team, yes, Aaron Rodgers is still playing at an elite level, but we're talking about a team he isn't throwing the football to Devontae Adams anymore. He's not even throwing the football to Valdez Scantling anymore. This team has lost key pieces. He, It's a totally new look in that receiver room, and I'm just not one who believes when they paid him the big money in Aaron Rodgers that the Packers are going to uh, correct the postseason issues that they've had. Yeah, I I won't even say disappoint because they'll do what they do during the regular season, but I expect them to fold in the postseason because that's what they do. So my expectations, I won't be terribly disappointed if that happens. Maybe a lot of Packer fans will be, but if their expectation is to win a Super Bowl this year, they are 100% barking up the wrong tree. Thanks for listening to Greeny the Podcast. You can listen live each weekday morning at 10 Eastern on ESPN Radio and see it with the video on ESPN Plus. Also catch Greedy on Get Up weekday mornings at 8 on ESPN and also available wherever you get your podcast.